Welcome to ACP, the Amazon Connect podcast. This is the show that focuses on Amazon Connect and related technologies. I'm your host, Tom Morgan, introducing episode four, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, AWS Solution Architect and Contact Center Consultant, Alex Baker. We are also joined today by John Ng, an independent cloud contact center consultant. Find out more about Cloud Interact by visiting us at cloudinteract.io. Hello, and welcome to another episode of ACP. Hello, gentlemen. How is, how is everything? How are you? It's good to see you again. Hi, guys. Yep. Hey. Good to see you Hi. and uh, excited to have John on the podcast today. Yeah, welcome, absolutely. John. Yeah, thank you, guys. Good to meet you, Tom and, and Alex. Great to be here. All right, let's start with what we normally start with, which is a roundup of the, the news and any items this week. This is a funny time of year in the tech industry, I always find, sort of post-Christmas. It always feels like leading up to Christmas, product teams are always kind of keen to get their stuff finished, and then the new year starts, and there's always a bit of a lull. And it seems like there's a bit of a lull this these couple, last couple of weeks in kind of new announcement stuff. And we're also quite a long way away from something like reInvent, you know, which a lot, I know a lot of product teams try and aim for as well. But having said that, there is... Alex, there is some stuff to talk about, isn't there? Particularly, I know some stuff that Bentley, who was on the podcast last week, has been doing. Yeah, like you say, keeping an eye on the Connect release notes possibly seems like a bit of a, a slow month for re- releases there. Maybe as we get into into Q2, perhaps we'll, we'll see that pick up a bit. But yeah, the, the thing, as you say, that I wanted to pick up on, obviously last week we were talking about the, the Amazon Connect communication widget, so giving you chat web calling and video as a really nice accompaniment to to that podcast as you said bentley our colleague that joined us on the the last session he's done a a great blog uh, about the the communication widget which is available on the the cloud interact website so i encourage anyone to go and take a look at that and have a read through the blog absolutely and it's all good anyway because it gives us lots more time to talk to john which is good. So let's get into that. So John, do you want to start in your own words just by introducing yourself to us and our listeners? Yeah, yeah, no, no indeed, Tom. So yeah, John Ng, been in and around contact centres for more than I can care to remember, but it's about 30 odd years, originally as an engineer. Uh, my background is, I was a BT apprentice when I left school. So BT, British Telecom in the yeah. UK, the telecoms provider in the UK. Indeed, yeah. indeed. So that's, that's my, that's where I started. And sort of been in tech, financial services tech, pretty much for the last 20 odd years, heavily focused around contact centers, et cetera, and more latterly, obviously heavily involved in Amazon Connect, which we're also going to talk about a bit today. Mm. And and you've been really involved in Connect since it started. Is that true? Is that just because you were working in that industry before there was Connect and then it came along and it was, a, how did that how did that work? Like, how, yeah, how did you first find out about it? How did you get involved in it? From the yeah, pro- probably a bit more luck than judgment at the time. I, I, I was running the contact center operations technology team for a very large bank at the time. So, you know, thousands of agents on a primarily a Cisco platform. And I was asked by an MD of one of the business units to make a small change within the platform, which unfortunately, because of the way the platform had been engineered, was very difficult to do, hugely cost involved, etc. And it wasn't a great conversation for me personally. I then began to realize that what we had from a technology stack point of view wasn't meeting the needs of the business or the customers at that point in time, and therefore wanted to find a, an alternative solution. So I started a bit of market research. That was sort of back end of 2017. So 
so you know what's just over six years ago now Mm -hmm. just by luck we had a sort of an internal conference and an aws solution architect came in and did a presentation and it was very much focusing around sort of cloud formation stuff you know building and you know infrastructure as code Mm -hmm. and when i saw that i thought actually that that sounds what i need I followed up with a solution architect at the end of the, the presentation and just said, you know, you don't have to do a contact center, do you? And he said, funny enough, we just launched one. And that's how the conversation with AEW started. Wow, that's incredible. Um, right. So you actually, it was it was about, you know, he was there to talk about something completely different. He was there to talk about CloudFormation stacks, but the whole concept of, yeah, infrastructure as code, in your head, you were like, I want that for a contact center. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Very and cool. that's where the conversation with AEW started. And that was, as I say, February 20, 2018, so almost six years ago to, to today. Wow. When you first saw Connect, so that very first demo, John, what what were your initial thoughts? And I, I, I guess giving you mine to start with, what I was the first thing that amazed me and continues to really about Connect is how I, as an individual, can set up an AWS account with my credit card and I can just go and spin up a contact center. So there's no barriers to entry, no setup costs, no kind of contact the sales team to find out more. And coming from a Cisco background, that absolutely blew my mind. So you, you could never really have your own lab set up that easily on Cisco. There was, you had to procure servers and, and, and licenses and that kind of thing. It, that was the, the one thing that blew me away. So yeah, what about your first impressions of it? Very similar. Yeah, sort of the context I had, though, which I think really brings it to life even more, was I was running a, 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 a sort of transformation program at that time. We had, a, as I say, at the bank, we were primarily on Cisco, but we did still have some legacy aspect systems out there, which bizarrely enough, I'd installed originally sort of 25 years prior, and we were looking to replace them. And, you know, the program of work was sort of stretching out like 18 months, of which the first nine months was go and purchase the hardware to build the system and then deploy the software and the applications on top of the hardware. So I had a program of about 18 months, of which nine months was about infrastructure. And here I am looking at Amazon Connect where you can log in with a credit card and, and you know, place a call and receive a call within literally minutes. You know, not necessarily robust enough for a, an enterprise organization, but enough to demonstrate the, the art of the possible. And that's mm-hmm. really what hooked me was that it really changed the, the dynamic of how you would build a contact center. Yeah, they they really rode that wave of cloud computing, which now is everywhere, but then was different. And yeah, it's, it's good timing, I guess. But um, and how was that received in your world, like the financial services industry? I have this perception of of financial services being quite cautious, understandably, maybe slow moving. I don't know if that's fair, but it's all risk averse, I suppose. And here comes this cloud computing thing where you don't own the servers and you can't touch anything. And it's ephemeral. Like, how did how did that go down? Challenging was the word. <laughs> I, I, at, the, at the time, yeah, there, there was a lot of, and I think this is really important to understand at the same time, is that this is where large organizations, enterprise organizations are also looking at the broader cloud strategies at the same time. So I think that helped quite a bit. But as you say, you know, financial services, you know, fairly risk averse, didn't necessarily want to be on the bleeding edge invariably it was difficult to get them on the leading edge but you know certainly not to be the first of doing something but through 
some you know test and learns and you know proof of concepts and, and working with relevant stakeholders within the bank at the time to build up some support and also some credibility in, in the technology as well, which was really, really important, you know, to, to actually demonstrate what it could do. And you need to remember this is back in 2018 and where Connect was at that point in time, but still demonstrate what it could do and then get buy-in and support from there. And, you know, again, organizations were beginning to move more towards sort of agile ways of working. You know, the, the, the term MVP was beginning to be mentioned quite a lot. So th- there was a number of things that I think helped, but nonetheless, it, it was a really, you know, it was quite a challenging time. I, you know, I did feel as if I was being a bit of a pioneer at the time. Um, but again, for me, that made it even more exciting and you know, in some ways made me even more determined. Just picking up on your point about proof of concept, do you think that going back again to my Cisco experience, it was it's always very difficult to you know, put in a, a small proof of concept on some of those legacy technologies and just prove something, prove its value quickly. If it hasn't worked, fine, move on. Was it was it the ability to do that that you, you think really gave Amazon that foot in the door with places like the, the big financial institutions? I, I think so. And again, I kind of I kind of go from my own personal experience. You know, yeah, we were running, I mentioned this other last program that we're running and, and, and part of that was yeah, moving to sort of natural language as well. So, you know, the, the natural language are beginning. So moving away from a DTMF IVR to a natural language IVR was very much, you know, high on businesses' agendas at that point in time. And we did a proof of concept of doing some sort of intent analysis and some intent capture using both the sort of platform of choice of record within the bank at that time and what we could do with Amazon Connect. And, you know, from the, you know, sort of the plan of record, we were talking about, you know, sort of three to four months of work and effort to get to the conclusion of Amazon Connect, it was four days. And that really starts to bring to yeah. life what the differences start to... Make, makes make. people sit, sit up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And being able to demonstrate that was really powerful. Yeah. And how how ready was Amazon Connect when you first started looking at it? I'm just trying to think, like, it was quite a while ago. It was quite early on in its life cycle you know how how fit for purpose was it and and did i mean and was that a conversation like that you because you know you were working large bank you have that clout as well was it a kind of a two-way thing with with amazon connect or was it you just kind of it just fortuitous timing that the features arrive when they arrived as you were making your journey no i mean in in the early days it was you know connect itself was literally just a a voice contact center Mm. it did have black natural language at the time Although that was a, an earlier version of Lex as well. And you know, I think AWS were pleasantly surprised that there was an interest from a large bank at that point in time. I don't think they anticipated that take up that quickly. Mm. But it was, I, I guess it was a, a combination of factors that resulted in that conversation with AWS to drive that a little bit, which gave certainly me uh, the ability to influence AWS. And even to t- today, it's helped me even, even more recently mm-hmm. in organizations where I'm helping them do what they're doing with Connect, et cetera. Having built that relationship with AWS and Amazon Connect product teams, et cetera, how they work is really, really important. And getting them bought into where we were going and having that long-term view. And again, one of the most powerful things that we did within the bank at the time was, and you, if you're familiar with AWS and Amazon, you'd, you'd be aware of the working backwards principles. You know, we, we adopted the working backwards, you know, where, where we're trying to get to over the next two or three years work back from there and then work forwards, you know, start small, think big and all that good good stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and that conversation really, really helped. So, so we had a vision and a strategy where we wanted to get to, and these were the early steps of getting there, which made that a little bit easier. Nonetheless, it was it wasn't easy. You know, it was it was quite difficult. It was challenging. The incumbent was was you know fighting quite hard to keep there. Of course, the, the position within the bank, etc. Um, yep, yep. And how? Just kind of fast forwarding to today, how do you see Connect sitting at the moment amongst amongst its competition in in places like you know the like banking sector that you're sort of familiar with? Is you know has it won that race? Is it still very much in contention? Like it's is is the race done, or is it still like are there still gaps? No, I think I think there's there's always going to be gaps. I think. Mm. I think what what I see as as being different, and if I think back to where Connect started back in, uh, I think it was launched at Reinvent in 2017. So my engagement with Connect was literally within months of it being launched as a voice platform, primarily chat, and sort of the analogy I I, I sort of talk about very much is, is 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 a football team. So a football team got 11 players. When Connect came out, Connect was like the uh, the centre midfield player. All the other players, the other 10 players on the field, were still other third party products. You know, could be you know, voice workforce management, could be speech analytics, natural language metrics, etc. So you would ha- you would still have to integrate with all these other partners. And over the last sort of six years or so, that that football team has become more native AWS products and services. Got it. They've been filling in the gaps. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like any football team. You know, they'll always strive into to be the best and buy the best players. And therefore, yep. you know, where they've got some product at the moment, you know, take voice ID as an example. Yeah, hopefully they'll continue to, to evolve that. The uh, things like workforce management, the FCS side of Connect. You know, I've been, been quite close to that evolved product over the last couple of years and see it come to, you know, quite a good product set. Still a long way to go, but I've been quite close to that. And I can see that across, you know, with cases, the, 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 the MI, you know, contact lens and what that can do, the dashboards that are now starting to appear. And, you know, I think as long as customers are using the platform, providing that feedback and giving that feedback to AWS in the right way generates that that product improvement. Yeah, I mean, there are other players out there that still got very competitive products and, you know, in some ways keen for that to continue. You know, competition is good for the marketplace. So, you know, yeah, will there be some consolidation? I think there is happening. That's happening at the moment. But, you know, for me, I'd like to see Connect and AWS continue to evolve the way they have done over the last six years listen to what customers are saying, listen to what customers are needing. So rather than focusing on a complete feature list, which is the way it used to be done, to you know, really focus on what, what's really needed now to help mm-hmm. businesses provide the best customer experience they can. Yep. I like that. And, you know, not necessarily focusing on those big ticket items like introducing a forecasting and scheduling tool, but also accepting the feedback around things like the general UI and usability so, for example, some of the integrations have become tighter. I remember in order to use a Lambda function in a contact flow, originally you had to run a command line prompt to associate the function with the instance, whereas now it's just via a drop-down selection in the UI. Mm-hmm. And the, the other one that kind of used to frequently annoy me until it was until support was added, but is the, the copy and paste of blocks in the, the contact flow editor so you never used to be able to do that and the, and that whole the the ui little tiny improvements i'm glad that they they do give that some focus rather than just the those big ticket items yeah no indeed alex yeah and, and they're really important things um you know because 
Amazon's about building and you know for you to get the best out of connect you need to have the ability to build and configure it you know use the analogy of the lego bricks and you can either build a you know a car with it a plane with it or a boat with it it's up to you depending on what your use case is but you need people to be able to do that and therefore the easier that you make that for the people that are trying to do that the better and that's where i think a, a big advance will be is and we're all starting to see that already through some of the Gen AI stuff is it's clever, but it also makes it easier to do what you know, to use the technology. And I think that's really, really important. The easier you make the technology used, the more likely it is to be consumed. Yeah, and I think I think that's the answer as well for for any partners who because it can be easy to get frustrated as a partner sometimes because you push forward in a particular area and you develop your solution and then yeah, eventually like you know they're going to come and do it themselves like you know they, they're going to fill in these gaps and that's i mean that's the game partners play right that's that's the job but also like they're also pushing forward in these areas like gen ai that just open up a, a massive playing field for partners because there's so many variants there's so many different you know specific use cases and industries that it'll it'll be ages before all of that stuff is just in the box i think so it's kind of a good news, bad news thing for partners, but I think that's that's part of being a partner, isn't it? Indeed, yeah. yeah. So, what's the what does future look like for 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 Amazon Connect specifically, like in your industry, in the finance industry? How do you how do you see that going? Do you see them I, I, sounds you know just picking up more and more market share, becoming more and more dominant? And are there problems with that? Do you think? Yeah, I mean. I- the, the market share, I've, you know, I think they will continue to to eat into the market share. They've, they've done quite well based on what I know and what I've been involved in myself. You know, if you think about the large financial services organisations within the UK and EMEA, many of them are, are, are using Connect in, in various different ways, and I think that'll continue. Um, again, it goes back to that feedback loop. It's about building that um, relationship and understanding how AWS works. And one of the things that I try and help organisations do is understand how they need to work with AWS to get the best out of that. So as long as that happens, then I think that will continue to happen. As far as how far that reaches, I, I don't know. I can only go by what they've achieved over the, the last six years, which has been pretty phenomenal. And I see no reason why that won't continue. But there is competition, and I, and I think competition is really, really good you know, because there are still challenges, I think, with it, within Connect that, that need to be worked through. And as long as that feedback gets back to them and they, they work on it, then hopefully that will get rectified mm-hmm. you know i think the challenges uh from an organizational perspective particularly in the enterprise space and within the financial services space which is something i'm sort of giving a lot of thought to i don't necessarily have any answers to this at this point in time but it's something that's that sort of niggling me a bit is the aggregated use of the cloud at an industry level you know what i don't know is whether at some point the regulator will turn to the likes of and it could be google it could be microsoft it could be AWS and start to consider them as part of the regulation. At the moment, they're not regulated in the same way as, a, say, a bank or an insurance company is or a health organization. But the more and more technology that's in the public cloud aggregated, you know, that, that's something that I think needs some, some thought and consideration to. Yeah. Say it can't be solved, but I think it's just something that needs to be considered and, and thought through what does that really, really mean. And you know, certainly that's something that I'm thinking about and you know, I've, I've even mentioned that to AWS myself in some of the concerns I've got of you know, how, how do we manage that? And you know, when you're looking at particularly financial services, the resiliency and the, uh, the, the backup, the disaster recovery, are they really truly fault-tolerant solutions that are being deployed, et cetera? 
and that that's really going to be the important part. And again, even more so, you know, when they start to you know leverage more of the the AI and the ML type products, that's going to become yes. even more and more yeah. important because at some point they may may make a mistake. Yeah, they're uh, embedding themselves more and more into the decision making process, yeah, which is yeah. what you want to do as a like nobody wants to be the dumb pipe right and and they've done a very good job yeah, of yeah. evolving to be more than just that but yeah I, along with that comes that sort of risk and responsibility yeah. i guess it's interesting uh, gents we could talk all day i think we should probably wrap up because we're coming to the end of our time any last thoughts about kind of the future challenges anything like that around ai where we think this is going especially sort of john i think like in your in your world we've just covered some of the challenges but are you, I mean, what's your over, are you overall sort of positive about, you know, the, where things are going or are you concerned or are you? I'm, I'm very positive. I, I, you know, that, that's just me generally, I think. Mm-hmm. But you know, one thing that does, it does bug me a little bit. You know, I know there's been a lot of work where organizations are moving to cloud technologies, moving to connect or whatever, you know, they, it might even be Genesis Cloud or wherever, wherever they're going. One of the things that really does frustrate me is how do we really turn the dial up on customer experience so how do we really leverage this technology and really make it do what it needs to be doing before we run away with ourselves i, I do have a concern that yeah you know, much as i love the ai stuff and the gen ai stuff you know that 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 me as an engineer and a technologist really excites me but you know, in some sense i think there's some more fundamental things that we need to get done that that would be my next thing is how how do we really help organizations address that 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 challenge you know the the demand for voice hasn't subsided you know if you go back to that conversation at the start where we're talking about you know where did amazon connect start etc at that time there was a huge focus in lots of these organizations to online services mobile app applications with a view that our people won't bother to phone anymore because they'll be able to do it all online and be able to do it all in a mobile app that's Mm. not the case you know it's like the motorway if you had four lanes on a motorway, you'll have four lanes full. If you put eight lanes on a motorway, you'll have eight lanes full. And mm. that's what we're seeing is that, you know, the channels, the multi-channels or the omni-channels, whatever language you want to use is, and a f- phrase I used to use was omni-customer because the customers are using all the different channels depending on what it is that they want to do at that point in time. Voice hasn't sort of subsided. The, the volumes might have dropped off a little bit, but the complexity has gone up. And therefore, you know, I think there's a bit of work to be done in that space. So it's good that organizations are looking to leverage the technologies because I think that will make it easier. It's how do they really make it work and how do they get the best out of that technology to make the customer experience as good as it can be. And, you know, voice doesn't become the digital goalkeeper and the blockage, it potentially the thing that provides a negativity as a brand at a brand level. So that would be you know, a, a key thing that I would, I would you know, try and think about going forwards. Yeah. Well, I think for, for some of... For some of our customers as well, there's quite a big sort of chasm between maybe the, the legacy platform and that sort of Gen AI enabled future. And you need to put some work into sort of the, the, the basics, first of all. Uh, you Also, if you're sort of moving to a multi-channel environment that we discussed last week, but I think it's really important that... You, you get that frictionless experience for the customer. So if I'm if I'm swapping channels, I'd really like there to be some context around why I may have swapped channels and why I'm escalating to voice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And again, from a technology point of view, I think we all understand how that can be done. What we need to do is help organisations to understand how they can get that done. And that, for me, is a bit of a gap at this point in time. So you know, the more we can do to help educate 
um, for, for end users of the platform to learn and understand what they can do and how they can do it. I think that would really help, you know, from technology point of view, it's amazing what you can do. You know, we're all problem solvers by, by, by our nature's dis- disposition, but you know, we need people that are running and operating these systems and these, these businesses to understand how, the, how can they use that technology and how, to, how does it help them. Yeah, no, definitely. This has been really, really interesting, John. Thank you so much. Where can people find out about you? Are you LinkedIn? I'm, you... I'm on LinkedIn, yeah. 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 If, if anybody wants to follow up on LinkedIn and got a, a, a challenge to anything I've said, we'd love to hear from them. Excellent. And we'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile in the notes. Thank you very much um, for your time. Um, thank you as well, Alex. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Today, we've been talking about the history of Amazon Connect, particularly in the financial services industry. Next week on ACP, we're going to be talking about how you can plan your Amazon Connect deployment. So be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast player. That way you won't miss it. Whilst you're there, we'd love it if you would rate and review us. Because as a new podcast, if you have colleagues that you think would benefit from this content, please let them know. To find out more about how Cloud Interact can help you on your contact center journey, visit cloudinteract.io. We're wrapping this call up now and we'll connect with you next time. Bye.